I think people should, just again, personally, should get vaccinated. If they're one of these wild people who thinks they're going to be filled with nano machines, well, the solid snake is going to save us anyways. Other people just complicate my life. I don't like to get involved. Episode 261 of the Alleged Wrestling Podcast. And unfortunately, boys, I haven't told you this. I said I'd do it on air for the laugh. Uh, oh this, my this is my last episode. I'm done. Ah. Did you lose your smile, Steve? Ah, oh, don't ruin the joke. Let me go through the bit. <laughs> Damn it. Let me go through the whole bit. <laughs> I've lost my smile, lads. My smile. I can't find it. I want to go home. Damn it. Did you check in your rucksack? I did. I checked and I couldn't find my smile. I don't know where it is. I, I, I'm, I'm struggling to find my smile, boys. I don't know where it is. <laughs> Did you lose it in your vagina? No, your basically, what I, I heard that um, Nikki was going to be taken over as the host. So I, I'm sick and I need to go home. I, ah. I, I don't want, yeah. That's yeah. I heard from well, some. Uh, welcome to the Live Wrestling Podcast, everyone. I'm here today with Steve. <laughs> I see. I'm not crazy. See? <laughs> I knew he was out to get me. <laughs> episode 261 of the alleged wrestling podcast full uh-huh. house myself steve here with fitz gordo nick and um three of us have smiles one of us lost ours yep but i'll find know. it it'll be yes. fine sean with the absolute call there cm thunder steve thunder steve <laughs> <laughs> i like it i'm gonna call myself thunder steve from now on oh, oh, yeah. a sammy in there as well though yeah oh look if we manage to get to any coverage of wrestling shows this week, outside of a cursory glance at the top stories, <laughs> I'll be shocked. Now, I, I wanted to spend more time on the new segments, but I'm sure we'll be fine. We'll be able to pull from our from uh, fresh in our heads here. So, boys, there's going to be a whole lot of wrestling news to talk about. What? So tell me, tell me about your lives. What's going on? I'm off to a match tomorrow. Ooh. Ooh. Going up to Dublin for an old college American football game. Ah, handball. I like it. Yeah, yeah, handball. So yeah, excuse for an old day like out. Find somewhere, get an old couple of cheeky beverages and an old bite to eat. You know, it's the, the usual old experience. But Is it the Cincinnati Rough Riders versus the Long Island Rough Riders? Uh, no, no, no. They couldn't get they couldn't get the Rough Riders or the Rough Riders. Um, okay. So they, they in fact got the Delaware Rough Riders against the Seattle Rough Riders. <laughs> relegation six pointer, you know. Oh, big, big time, big time. Uh, oh, speaking of relegation six pointers, Monday night. Fuck off! Don't <laughs> fucking talk about it. Hey, we did, we got did two goals. We we used our feet and put two balls into two goals. Incredible stuff. Uh, do I think we'll beat Southampton at half 12? The cursed half 12 fixture tomorrow? Not a hope in hell. We'll lose 3 0. Can't wait. Can't wait. Love you, it. You were lucky that you came up against the worst Liverpool display since that Europa League final that they lost 4 0. It was bad, no, in fairness. Uh, it was I think absolutely. Liverpool, I was embarrassed to fucking watch it. Fitz can attest which it, to that. It's, the, it's the absolute reverse of last year's fixture, where United yeah. were just absolutely embarrassing. 
Uh, I don't think I wouldn't say Liverpool were embarrassing. I thought they just played very poorly. To be out, outplayed in midfield by that side is crazy. And Fabinho sitting on the bench, I'll go to my grave wondering what the fuck they were thinking. I'm assuming he had a knock, and yeah. he said, "It's Man United. We'll beat them five nil. Yeah. We don't need him." But as you know. soon as the team was announced, I was like, "That midfield doesn't instill much confidence. We're fucked." Well, look, so, I'm not here to yeah. go. Uh, I won't have many days where I'll enjoy a win. So, uh, yeah, I should have gone to the pub. I really should have gone to the pub. But, hey, it is what it is. Um, other news. Anyone else have other news? Uh, just share the link there. Velveteen Dream is back on social medias. Oh, what? Oh, no. He has a story oh, to no. tell. Oh, I'm sure he does. Oh, wow. Yeah, we'll just leave that one there, shall we? Yeah, that's some echo. Are we echoing? Uh, no, sure. everyone seems okay. It was to just me. a reaction to uh, the uh, the Velveteen Dreams. Uh, oh. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. You hear some echo? Oh no. Hmm. Hmm. Shit. People of the internet, uh, let us know. Is it okay for everyone else? Do let us know because we're not Please. carrying on until we know this. <laughs> Uh, I'm good. Okay, hmm. might be on your end, Maurice. Um, let me check. Oh, wait, no, I'm on the wrong thing. Sorry. Uh, ba 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 Levels. No, I'm good. I'm good. Hopefully, it's not too distracting. Okay. Okay, we're all good. We're all, it might be on your end, Maurice. We try um, turning it off and turning it back on again. I hear that. Turn works. it off and turn it back on again. It should be fine. Um, have you yeah, tried turning it news? off and on again? There we go. <laughs> nice. nice. Getting back to some, uh, have you tried turning it off and on again on Monday? Can't wait. Oh, do you know what we need to do? We need to bring back Homer Simpson reviews uh, Monday Night Raw again because, you know, it's it's different now. Yeah, I'll, yeah it's good. I'll be using that way more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I have too many positive. I don't have many positive ones. Most of them are bad. <laughs> it's been five years of bad Monday Night Raws, in fairness. Uh, well, yeah, we're coming up on the five year anniversary, actually. Huge. Uh, let's see here. So, oh, no one else has any other news. I uh, just shared uh, in the chat there Spartak Moscow just signed Kenta. Huge sign. Oh, Kenta. I believe they got him out of his New Japan contract. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Khan is seething. <laughs> oh, man. All right, fuck it. Let's just talk about it. The top story, I suppose, is Thunder Rosa. Let me just pull up the link here. Do, 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 do. Hurt. It might hurt something. I'm trying to... Oh, in, inside the ropes, they've gone so far into this filling out the fucking articles with bullshit just to suit Google algorithms. I know that's their business, but whatever. Thunder Rosa is a wrestler in all elite wrestling. She is from Mexico. She paints half of her face. You know all that shit they just fucking throw in to fill out yeah. the thing. Anyway... Uh, let me see Fight for Select have since come through with a huge update on Thunder Rosa who allegedly has heat with both uh, Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter despite their success opposite each other she and Britt quote can't stand each other they will however remain professional for the remainder of the time they're colleagues Rosa's heat with Jamie Hayter supposedly stemmed from the latter having her nose broken in the ring courtesy of a stiff shot from the women's world champion though there was speculation that Thunder Rosa had hid in the bathroom after the incident those have gone unconfirmed Talent remains split on the situa- situation. Some believe Thunder Rosa fights hard to obtain bookings for younger talent, while others, others de- believe she has developed an ego. 
News of an injury to Thunder Rosa broke prior to Dynamite, and that was confirmed on the broadcast itself. It's speculated as being bulging discs, but again, yet this is yet to be officially confirmed. I think that has been confirmed since. Tony Storm has believed to have dethroned, was believed, bleh, Tony, anyway, Tony Storm was supposed to win the match. Um, you card read good. Mm. I did card read good until the end. <clears throat> um, since then, there has been rampant social media speculation. Um, apparently there's, an, there's another story to break today is what I read earlier and it does seem like Thunder Rosa lost her smile did you see the clip I sent last night of Brian Alvarez re- talking about the news as he was opening his podcast and it was like injury. Thunder Rosa injury and then you know lifts his eyebrows mm. Mm. I think there's a massive hmm on all of this and she's gone mm. off Twitter as well and social medias. Her manager, yeah. agent, whatever person took over Twitter to say that she was taking a break and that any tweets coming from the account tagged with his initials comes from him. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't know what to make of it. It's very, it's very sad, really. Yeah, because yeah, she's I awesome. Have, she hasn't been awesome in AEW in a long time. How much of that is down to AEW in terms of how they've positioned her? Um, there's elements that she can control and there's elements that she cannot control. And obviously the stuff that she can't control hasn't been great. We'll all agree that the booking of the women's division AW has been very oh, poor for a long time. Yep. But bell to bell, that's what she controls. That's her universe. That's her domain. And she so hasn't feels. sparkled in that in a long time. Hmm. I would tend to agree. Um, and I'm a massive fan of Thunder Rosa. Uh, from the minute we first saw her in NWA. I'm sure she's around longer, but that's the first time I saw her. Um, It's interesting. I do agree that uh, her matches have had issues, and there has been the sandbagging thing. I have to go back to the sandbagging thing, because it it just Mm. hangs around like a bad smell now. There was an accusation that she had sandbagged people. She was taking liberties, and she was, you know, hitting people for real, essentially. So she made a T-shirt about it. She made a T-shirt about it. I think that's one of the worst things that she could have oh, done. I can't believe they let her on TV with that. Like, that was really bad. Uh, in, in hindsight, even worse. Um, mm-hmm. The, the dropkick to the back of Jamie Hayter's head to break up a pin it was yeah. so bad. So fucking bad. She absolutely rammed her in the back of the head. Oh my god, it was really bad. And again, broke her nose. I, yeah, this was after breaking her nose, though, wasn't it? This was like another follow-up match or something. I that was a tag team match. I can't remember either. But I, this was a tag team match. Um, I thought there was a singles match. She broke her nose in or something. Maybe I'm wrong. Someone will tell me I'm wrong. But um, crazy shit. Um, and there was the rumor that you know after she broke. Jamie Hader's nose that she was hiding backstage in a bathroom. Which now, is the, confirmed yeah, the only thing that are not confirmed. Um, but, I mean, what would it take to confirm that? Someone just saw her going into the bathroom and then she didn't leave for a while? I don't hey, know. To be fair, you know, if you do something like that, you just need to go somewhere quite to clear your head or, you know, get your thoughts right. Probably not a lot of space to do that backstage yeah. Yeah. show. It could easily be construed as avoidance, but on the other hand, it could just be somewhere where you need to go gather your thoughts, then come back and do whatever you need to do. Like so, yeah, I wouldn't Which read too fine. much into that. But again, it's just uh, another element to it that it's you know capturing people's attention. I think that aspect confirms the source of where the story came from. I think that has come directly from the Britt Baker camp. 
if that's what's the phrasing of it sounds like we were going to beat the shit out of this girl and then she hid in the bathroom so either from <laughs> Britt baker directly or someone close to her that's my vibe on it but there uh, wouldn't be anyone leaking sto- stories to the press from aw in aw had a talent meeting (laughs) (laughs) that's right i sent the tweet to you there just like tony please don't go to the dirt sheets come to me first (laughs) and then there proceeds to be the greatest leak in the history of professional wrestling for the following three or four days the fact that there was a leak about the talent meeting to discuss there being leaks is (laughs) (laughs) that's quite funny yeah yeah the iron the ironing is delicious uh, it's wrestling. Everyone talks to the dirt sheets, uh, so yeah. they're not unique in that. But it, it is quite funny. It was like, please stop leaking things to the dirt sheets, and you get two of the biggest stories. Hear what he year. said to us. He told us <laughs> not to leak shit to the dirt sheets. Well, I'm going to leak this right to the dirt sheets. And um, find a Reddit. Sammy called Eddie fat. Yeah. Does anyone have the FIFA Select article? Um, I, I made a note to find it, uh, but this, it's too many messages back. Um, the Sammy yeah. Guevara statement. So- the uh, so yeah, let me just bring it up here. So the so I'll, I'll kind of give the background on it. the The story came out that uh, Eddie uh, Eddie Kingston and Sammy Guevara had a backstage altercation. Apparently, it started out as a rumor of a fist fight, uh, but then Sammy Guevara was quoted directly to Fightful. So he goes on to say, and it is a direct quote: "As a professional, you communicate things that you don't want to be said, like." Other people I've been in programs with and have worked with, Matt Hardy, Jericho, and others. And I did communicate of what I didn't want to be said in an angle, and Eddie didn't. But Eddie did not do the same, and Eddie did not mention to me, or the coaches, or TK, or anyone in AEW, what he didn't want said. Uh, It's believed that Sammy didn't want anything about his previous engagement mentioned, for obvious reasons. Um, But Eddie didn't mention uh, a no list, so... After Taze and his match with Sky Blue and Dante, he cut a promo on Eddie, insulting Eddie and the fans as a heel, which I know the thing everyone loves to do is hate me and Tay, so the perfect person to play this asshole character for Eddie to ultimately beat it all out. I see what people say online about Eddie and his appearance, which anyone who legitimately shames Eddie for how he looks can go to hell. It's the same people who shame me for being too small. What? Someone shamed Sammy for being too small? What? Yeah, Me? Steve. No. What? <laughs> Cough, Steve. <coughs> Cough, Steve. Generic flippy midget number six. <laughs> uh, but Eddie did not do the professional thing and communicate to me, which if he did, I would never have said it because the last thing I want to do is hurt someone for real. So after the promo, I get back and Eddie is flipping out, yelling, you can't call me fat over and over as I'm trying to walk down the stairs in gorilla, making a big scene. People get in between us. Eddie tries to pie face me and he more life touches my face it was all weird and everyone backs everyone up it was unfortunately because the promo was on a tape show and could easily have been edited which they ended up doing anyway i know this wasn't eddie's first time being aggressive and getting out of control backstage i know he had to do some kind of anger management after this whole thing the whole thing was very unnecessary but it is what it is live and learn i guess on to the next we go that last very interesting intriguing where he drops in the this isn't his first time being aggressive that's Mm. a bit unnecessary so i don't know if we've heard the last of this potentially definitely and eddie's been on a twitter rampage today oh yeah oh big show the fucking quote to disco inferno 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> saw that, yeah. Yeah, look, buddy, you're Disco Inferno. Shut the fuck up. Seriously. Yeah. You're literally a man who's known for being the fucking laughing stock of the fucking yes. locker room at, at the time. Like, just get over yourself. Your most memorable moment is La Parca coming out and smacking you in the back of the head with a chair when you're doing your entrance. Fuck off. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think he's been tweeting a lot about it from his side as well today about the whole thing. Um, I'm trying to find the tweets where he said it. I think he owned up to it, didn't he? Or oh, he did, yeah. He apologized. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He said yeah. he was wrong for what he did. Yeah. Um, but I don't think he fully excused the whole situation, but he says that he should have been a professional. There's the gif of Leparka absolutely melting Disco Inferno. Well, why is that, why is that, ball, why is that ball guy laying out Disco Inferno? <laughs> oh, good times. Um, I would have paid money to see Eddie Kingston going after Sammy Guevara. Here's sixty dollars for the pay per view. Just show that at the pay per view on a loop for four hours. Have them locked in the arena together. It's essentially like the fucking predator film. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, Sammy is a guy who obviously needs to be taken down a few pegs. I don't. I think we all agree, despite our opinions on his wrestling, good or bad. Uh, I did find very few people that think he's a, a stand up guy, and I think he doesn't need to be taken down a few pegs. Uh, Antox was talking about it yesterday where he's got heat with Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky and I kind of agree with what he's saying how do you have heat with Scorpio Sky he seems like the nicest guy on the planet Earth you know it's just <laughs> like you you must be fucking up if that's the case uh, I like Eddie I love Eddie in fact he's probably my favourite wrestler on TV it's just a shame that he had to get suspended over this but I guess he was pro- what was the quote that was around last night that's one uh, where Tony, was, Tony said he wanted to, he had to start bringing the hammer down on people's demands or whatever and kind yeah. of essentially getting things under control and uh, people were upset that Eddie had to be the first one. Eddie was the first one. feel yeah. it, essentially. Yeah. Eddie was the example to be made of it. Yeah, which uh, sucks. It does, but I think everyone, including Eddie, agrees it was the right thing to do. No, Is no, you, Eddie's, Eddie's going to be upset. Eddie's going to lose his smile. And in six months, we're getting Eddie Kingston <laughs> against fucking LA Knight in a promo off on Raw. <laughs> and I'm a happy camper. Uh, his last tweet about it was, uh, fuck it, okay, then after this, I'm chilling, but leave Sammy alone. In the court of law, he is the victim. Let it go and leave the kid alone. For real, done with this. <sighs> I think Eddie, that the- Eddie is kind of in the wrong. Like, I mean, I don't think anyone will disagree with that. No, no, no. You can't be going around pie-facing You control your reaction. You, exactly. you can't react to things like that. But he's also right because it's Sammy Guevara, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the hardest thing in the world going, I totally agree with you, Sammy, but I wish he smacked you in the face also, you know? Uh, yeah. So I, I will agree with him on one thing, though. It was stupid from Sammy to say what he said, and it's one of the tweets that Eddie came out with earlier, which was a quote from Jericho, and Jericho has said this about other people in the past. Never totally bury your opponent. Yeah. Um, he said it's Jericho actually puts it in his book. It was one of the first lessons he learned uh, about promos was never bur- never totally bury your opponents. One of the first lessons about promos that Jericho learned according to his first book, A Lion's Tale, Around the World in Spandex. At the end of the day, if you bury your opponent that badly by calling him fat, out of shape, not a hope, yada, 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 then when you beat them, nobody gives a shit. If they beat you, it makes your loss to them look even more embarrassing for you. Yeah, you mm. kind of bury yourself at the same time with that. Yeah. So and that's like, where Eddie was coming from. from it. So Eddie is yeah. in the right, he's in the right for Sammy shouldn't have said it. How he handled it could have been better. Yeah, it wasn't no, even the case exactly. that Eddie was pissed off that he was body shamed. Eddie wouldn't give a fuck about that. It was just that no. it makes less of the story. 
it was purely kayfabe reason that he didn't want to be, you know, highlight the fact that he's not in the best shape. Yeah. Yeah. For that exact reason, as Gordo said, it's, you know, if you lose to a guy who's classed out of shape, then what does it really matter, you know? Mm-hmm. Wild, wild stuff. Um, so what else come out of this um, talent meeting? I heard that um, oh, Omega yes. was particularly vocal <laughs> and played bad cop. Yeah, so I'm just pulling up the article here. Um, so I don't want to read all of it. it it's it's long enough, but um, some said. of the key things are that way. Uh, let's see here. I, I'll actually you know what I'll probably end up reading all of it anyway. Uh, Tony Khan opened the meeting discussing the new vice presidents. Blah 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 blah. He was very much animated in talking about how wrestling business has always been dominated by WWE and how AEW was founded to give fans an alternative. The fact that there's some been uh, there's been some lines tossed from WWE circles towards AEW contracted talents for obvious reasons. They were not something AEW was happy about, leading to them uh, telling the crew that Mega Park. Parek uh, has emailed WWE co-presidents co Nick Khan and Stephanie Mann to warn them to not tamper with talents, which is utterly hilarious to me. <laughs> How was this company formed? Does anyone remember that episode of Being the Elite, where they were outside the Tokyo Dome? Cody, uh -huh. Hangman, The Bucks, and Kenny, Kenny Omega showed the AEW logos. Mm -hmm. They formed the company while those five lads were under contract to Ring of Honor in New Japan. How was that not contract tampering? How but was Ken Jeff Hardy Kenny signed? wasn't there, no? Kenny was, you know, Kenny he was definitely there, not yeah. involved in any of that. <laughs> and uh, Jeff Hardy on camera while under WWE contract a couple of months ago said he was going to AEW and he had to retract the statement. He can go fuck himself with the contract tampering stuff. Sorry. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> the company was formed on contract tampering. Go fuck yourself. Uh all of the, uh, the amount of times someone has come in and it's just been, oh yeah, yeah, it just all happened so quick. So Boom, quick. Shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> come on. Both companies contract tampering. The, the fucking wrestling industry is founded on fucking contract tampering. It's the carniest of fucking, it's the carniest of any industry that possibly ever existed. Even more so than the actual fucking carnies. <laughs> Sorry. That, that's just objectively false. And I'm sure Nick Khan and Stephanie McMahon just deleted the email. We were like, what is this fool? I, I reckon they printed it and framed it. <laughs> anyway, uh, VP Pat Buck spoke about how talents would need to respect the coaches and the way things are structured now, as opposed go, to going to Khan for everything. How does he that man keep falling upwards? By the I way, know. Like, <laughs> he spoke about how talent can properly pitch ideas going forward and some other things of that nature. So there was a story, uh, was it Billy Gunn or someone like that had talked about where they're giving people advice, but they don't listen to them. So Mark Henry I made wonder, a comment about something like that a while back as well. Yeah. Um, so I reckon, like, I mean, you, I mean, maybe you don't like the advice. Maybe you want your character to go a different way or whatever. That, you know, that, that's fine. But, um, and it's another weird red flag, I think. Yeah. Uh, Tony Schiavone went to, into his past experience and time in WCW to give a fuller idea of why he's now in a position to help everyone. We told Schiavone came off extremely well, like an uncle who wanted all the kids to fam in the family to succeed. Chris Jericho gave what we're told uh, amounted to a speech to rally the troops and give his own personal thoughts on AEW getting this far. Uh, the Young Bucks, specifically Matt Jackson, stated that they were all available to help anyone who wanted it and they were easy to find and come to them if anyone needed anything. Um, <clears throat> and this is the kind of the funny part <laughs> at this point Kenny Omega spoke and was the harshest towards the locker room and what we were told so by some as came off as tough love and by others as really heavy handed 
Some saw this as Omega trying to light a fire under the roster, and others felt differently. After Omega finished speaking, uh, Ma- Mega Parek, Para? I don't know how to pronounce her surname. Parek, maybe? I don't know. Uh, Mega spoke on what was described on PW Insider on some legal-related issues. Uh, Tony Khan then finished up and got very fired up again about the company and what they put into it. Kenny Omega doesn't strike me as someone who's going to... I love Kenny Omega, but he doesn't strike me as someone who's going to, <laughs> you know, give me tough love or anything. I don't know. It's very Question. strange. Has Meltzer referred to Jericho's speech as a rara speech yet? I don't know. I think there's a lot of double standards this week. Yeah. But, um, I'm not surprised know. by Omega being the bad cop, though. You know, What's Omega up? is the one out of everyone who started AEW as the the most in-demand person, I suppose you could praise it as. You know, if he yeah. wanted to, he could have gone to the Fed. He could have signed a new deal with New Japan. He could have done anything. He took the risk on, he effectively betted his future away by saying that AEW is going to be the next big thing. So he possibly has invested more emotion and time and energy into the company than people possibly give him credit for, especially with the video game and fighting injured for whatever, eight, nine months it was. Maybe he sees, you know, the the negative attention as something personal against his baby, so to speak. Um, and he's come through the dojos in New Japan. He's come up the hard way and he possibly sees some of the talent that's in AEW having a very easy ride so far and maybe unrealistic demands, unrealistic expectations, you know, a bit of prima donnas going on. I think a lot of people need to be grounded a bit. And I think Kenny was probably right to do it. Be interesting to see the reaction coming out from it. Yeah, uh, would agree, largely. Um... I I also think there's an element of there's a lot of people there who know they're never going to be world champion or a TNT champion or anything like that. They're just there to fill like a, filling a spot. You only have to work two days a month. What are you complaining about? You're getting paid a shitload of money to go eat chicken two days a month. Shut the fuck up. Seriously, uh, maybe, the rest maybe of I'm the just month, jealous. If that's not enough money, you can go do other things. You're yes. allowed to do indies. Once you're available for indies. those two days of work, you can go earn more money. Yep. Mm. And even if you go there two two days a month, you mightn't even be on TV, which I'm sure Free is annoying. Free food. Free dinner. You fly in to see your mates, have a few white claws and eat chicken and get paid a lot of money to do so. Well, the sounds of things, it's like a giant fucking sex orgy backstage anyway. <laughs> the sounds of things, I'm glad it is. So, like, even better. <laughs> Yeah, they don't, um, as Antox said, they don't have to do house shows all the time. They, they only work TV. Like, shut the fuck up and enjoy the gravy train while work, you, while you work have the it. Com- work the companies you want. Get a chance to work matches you want. Yeah. Get the fuck over yourselves, lads and lasses. Well, I suspect that a lot of people kind of came in and because it was so easy early on and something, you know, everything was thrown at them, you know, all they got all the niceties. Yeah. That, you know, they kind of got a little bit complacent and, you know, Pandemic complacency nearly in the back of it then as well. Hmm. You know, and I think we've all said it, that, you know, that there are people underperforming. You look at the likes of Andrade, who was brought in as a big name signing, huge potential, hasn't really lived up to it yet, whether that's his fault or not. I don't know if he's one that's complaining or not, but I wouldn't be surprised if he was, especially if you got someone like Ric Flair barking in his ear saying he should be champion or whatever. Yeah. 
You know, there's a lot, there's a lot of egos there. And the problem with Tony Miro. Khan, one of the problems with Tony Khan, other than the big coke addiction, allegedly, is <laughs> he's, I don't see him being a very good uh, manager, you know, in terms of keeping things towed to a fine line. I think he kind of lets people do their own thing to their own fault. We've seen it before with the con or the the programming of Dynamite. Remember, it, it took a drastic turn. Uh, what was it like December twenty sixth, year one, and everything started to get better again. Up to that point, it was very flawed all over the place. Same that was after the week, but we absolutely slated it. They listened yeah, to us, yeah. lads. They listened. Yeah, it was all because of us. All because yeah, of the take control at that stage. So you wonder yeah. how much freedom he's given to people that possibly don't need it, don't deserve it, uh, have let people run loose too far. You yeah. know, say what you want about the Fed. They keep people, you know, under wraps. They keep things neat and tidy to a large degree. No, nothing's perfect, but you, you, you're yeah. going to need a proper talent relations manager constantly in contact with everyone, making sure nothing boils over, any personal issues gets dealt with very quickly and professionally. Here's Johnny Ace is looking for a gig. <laughs> oh no. Jeez, <laughs> God, no. <laughs> Uh, boo that man! Boo that man in chat! Boo Gordo! Boo! I I, mean, I think you're right. We've already paired off at fellas as it is, like so. Like. <laughs> I think uh, Fitz is right largely in that as well. Um, but I think that's also why they they promoted people and hired all these new people just to create a structure around it. Because mm. I think that they were just a fledgling company for a long time. There was a company for the boys, by the boys, for yes, too long. The Ellis Island has probably been an actual business. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and now they're about to get a shitload of money on a TV renewal deal within the next year or so. So I think, uh, I think he now he he's gotten them this far, and now they go to the next level. And he's obviously brought in people who will help him do that. And he can't have a queue of fifteen people outside of his office every hour. Oh, so no. So the the Thunder Rosa Baker one. That's a very confusing one. Or not, that's more of a straightforward one than some of the other ones. You know, that seems to boil down to just pure in-ring kind of incompatibility issues you know putting it nicely where they just don't like working with each other because one feels the other is stiff and not so mm. but the, the, the bread of our ones, generation lads <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> the what a drop off <laughs> uh punk and Hatman still is very confusing to me yeah i was catching up on some of the uh fightful stuff during the week and apparently uh punk had some form of a meeting with AEW officials before Double or Nothing in May. So he raised that he wasn't happy with something to do with the program all the way back then. So why is it really only bubbling up now? How did it get to this situation? Like That's some shocking management if that was allowed to continue. And if it was a shoot originally, and it's continuing to be a shoot, shame on everyone. If it was a shoot originally and it's been turned into a work, Fair enough. And I suppose he, we'll have to wait to see how it plays out. Is he Was he basically gone within a week of winning the title, though? Maybe he was at home the whole time. Um, like, he won the title at the pay-per-view, and then, and then he, he jumped into the crowd the next week and broke his foot. And was he yeah, gone that week, and then the week afterwards he was announced? Um, it seemed like it was like one, a week or two after two weeks, he won. Yeah, yeah, I think it was the second yeah. week after. I think so. So possibly he was just at home, so... That might explain it. And he was sitting here seething for the last two or three months or whatever it was. <laughs> and again, like Jamie Van made the point on, on the list in your boys, like surely regardless of who you are, and obviously you can talk about Punk's uh, way of doing things to the cows come home. 
if you've got a problem with someone, why are you not talking to that person? Yeah. Why are you going about it, going to TK or going to officials or airing your dirty laundry on air if it's still a shoot? It's it, There's a lot of weird shit going on with regards to this promo. And uh, the events on Dynamite this week didn't really help provide any clarity to it either. Well, we might as well just use that as a segue then to go right into that. Um, Punk is beaten in like three minutes. Uh, they did a thing where they mm-hmm. sold a foot injury after a kick and Moxie just beat the piss out of him and pinned him. Yeah, so, I said to Gordo watching this, because they booked it as a mid-show match, oh, it yeah, wasn't even yeah. the main event, it wasn't the opener, um, I knew straight away some sort of fuckduggery was happening. You know, Fair well, enough, if you didn't want this to be the last thought of the show, it should still have opened the show then. Yeah, it I had agree. to have been one of those two I, positions. I don't mind, if it, I don't mind those things opening the show, because you know they, always, they have done the hour-long matches before, so you, the theory, it could have went an hour, and that's why you put it at the start of the show. But mm-hmm. yeah, when it was mid mid show, not any big hype. Was going, oh yeah, this is the match now. Title match after it got a yeah. big it up all week, the biggest thing in history. And then on the show, it was just like, ah, oh, yeah, this is happening next. Yeah, well, Punk had a heel turn. Get it? Uh, get out now. Yeah. The thing is that I saw it there, like Sean asked, "What was the pay per view?" And Nantuck was saying it's the rematch. Should there be a rematch when something is that resounding? No. The Meltzer's ah. reported that it is the rematch, is the pay-per-view. But well, I think there's no justification. There should be no rematch. Yeah. Hmm. There shouldn't be. No, they no, killed him. Well, there I is suppose the, the injury gets you, injury. yeah. But it's like Liverpool win the league that time. There's a big dirty asterisk beside there it. There is not an asterisk before. <laughs> they had that fucking league essentially it's won one. by Christmas and you fucking know it. I mean, Man United <laughs> fan here agreeing with this. There were 10 points clear at Christmas. They won the league by December. Still though, you know, right. there was no crowds. You know, <laughs> Not a real league in my book. Not a nope. real league. No, no. Null and void. Null and void. <laughs> uh, fuck off. Uh, so there yeah, the, the I, punk injury, right? Yeah. The fact that, you know, they've exclusive footage of him backstage after the match leads you to think it's a bit of a worky work. And the fact that they're having the rematch oh, what, of course it's the work. 10 days after this injury it's very weird. I, I don't hate it, but I wish they did it better. Yeah, I mean, like it's the mid-show. Um, I haven't quite seen anything like this before. It's a very, it's it's a really elaborate heel turn. Um, the ace deal was there. Um, mm. Does he somehow help Punk with shenanigans at the pay-per-view in the re- after a ref bump or something? I think it'd be very strange to put the title right back on Punk again. It, it, it's it's a weird like another weird thing right there's two guys right now doing the did he come back too early story there's Kenny mm-hmm. and Punk doing that right after Brian did it three weeks ago it's really strange what they're doing yeah. so I don't really know I don't know what's going on <laughs> it's, it's two weeks before there you go um, it's a weird one I don't know what, what do you think is going to happen what, what are your what are your theories coming out of it I don't know. I don't like the the fact that you know he lost this match because of the injury, but yet in ten days' time he's supposed to be well enough to compete in arguably the main event of their biggest yeah, show it, every year. For the rematch, it's way too soon considering what they did on the show. Yeah, 
Now, if they if he can't compete, or if they book the match right and say, right, this is going to happen, and they do a swerve somehow and say he's to you know drop out because he's not medically cleared and to get a replacement in someone like MGF out of the cold, that could work because of the shock value to it um, and the, f- the punk aligning with MGF or maybe MGF coerces Tony Khan into giving him the shot knowing the punk isn't healthy. There are Tell a few different... come back or whatever. Yeah, That's there's a few little turns that they could do to make this right and keep punk relevant, uh, have the initial pop for, say, like MGF coming back out of the blue and getting straight into a title picture at the pay-per-view in Chicago. As long as they don't go clean with the match for Punk and Mox at the pay-per-view, I'm okay with it. But if they go down that route, I would have serious question marks of the whole booking of it. Uh, yeah. just noticed, uh, on the AEW website, I don't think they've posted rankings for the last two weeks. Uh, they tweeted about it during the week anyway. Well, then they need to hurry up and update their fucking website. <laughs> ah, they need a website content manager. I wonder, are they hiring? <laughs> get that money fits get it you only have to work two days a week it's great I just work, yeah, I just work, two, I just work two days a month get a bit of cater and a couple of white two claws days a month. Yeah. Well, what happens if I don't want to work with someone yeah, they'll give you coke yeah <laughs> coke you can <laughs> just oh, call him just, get it, just fucking get Sammy Guevara just like get him love it fits will be on my inside man put like <laughs> salt in his coffee and shit fantastic um, what do you guys yeah. think is going to happen um, I think there's no speculation as regards what is going to happen in terms of the match because Meltzer has confirmed that it is Punk and Mox so we kind of have to go in with that in our minds um, Would you go a clean match like that or would you book a swerve? I don't think you can do a clean match now after I don't think you can do a clean week. after this week yeah. Yeah. I actually I am I, like, I joke, make the heel turn joke I'm wondering was it a symbolic thing of Punk is about to turn heel I mean, he's been ten. He's been leaning towards it for a while now, so it's yeah. always coming. And he, I'm wondering, he's is this as a heel. is this a cementing of it? Could you go it away from screwing Mox, and then a while down the line, you have MJF return as a face to be the one to take the title off him? Is this in Chicago? Yeah, yeah. How are you going to turn he- Punk heel in Chicago? It's going to be very difficult. It's going to—he's going to have to shoot a baby with a shotgun or something. Like seriously, wonder, it's America. They don't care about that. They don't There'll care be lots about of that. Them around. <laughs> yeah. The baby should have Oh well, Second Amendment. <laughs> don't we just they, need a good the, baby with a gun. The easiest thing that they could do, <laughs> if if they don't want to do the Punk Mox rematch, is somehow shoehorn Hangman into the match instead of Punk. Because you, then you've got the, the heat both ways with it. Uh, I don't Hangman think Hangman is involved with the trios long term. I think he might fill in for Uno tonight, if even if they win or not. Spoiler. 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 Can I give you a spoiler? It's, it's not a big spoiler. It's a tape show that happened on Wednesday. Uh, they, there was some weirdness. So if anyone who doesn't want to know about a spoiler, I'm not giving results. I'm just giving who the mystery man was. Okay, so if you don't want to listen, mute for a couple of minutes. Um, they did a graphic where 10 is missing on the graphic, which I think is currently the graphic. Yeah, yeah. That's, then that's they also thing. posted a graphic with 10 in it. And then since then, have posted the mystery graphic again. It was 10. So I don't know what they were doing. Ah. So 10, 10 is the mystery man, even though he was advertised as, as being in the match. Hangman was not in that match on Wednesday night. Interesting. Well, I do night. think he... Or, uh, <laughs> I well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, 
Well, here, oh, see, now you will have to spoil the result. Um, Stop listening again on. for like 30 Stop seconds. Stop listening for a second. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think we all know Dark Order 1, because that's where they're going with the story. Uh, I think it will be Hangman at the pay-per-view that fills in. Like 10 will get injured or something in the lead-up. One of the lads will get injured. I think the whole tournament is building to the Elite versus Hangman with Dark Order in the final. Okay. So I think that. Or, so I don't think Hangman is in the. To, to explain why we're talking about this, I don't think Hangman is in the in the title match because I think he's in the trios tournament final. Or is Hangman just going to second them in the finals and then turn and rejoin the Elite in the final? Nah, the Elite are face now. It seemed to are be yeah. yeah with Kenny the there yeah oh. yeah there, yeah. Um, it's. It would be a hell of a turn, and it would turn the all the elite back heel again if if Hangman was to screw the Dark Order in the final. Um, but I think, look, I said spoiler. I think everyone knows that's where it's going, so I don't think any, there's any doubt on who's making the final. I for one look part. forward to seeing Dark Order against the uh, fucking United Empire. Was, yes, <laughs> that's what's going to happen. Yeah, definitely, definitely the final we're getting. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, but there is the intrigue. How did they win? So there you go. Uh, power rankings. What have we got here? Hangman Page is number one contender. Interesting. I mean, it won't be Hobbs. It won't be Lethal. Derby, no. Danielson has a match. He's yeah. Jericho, yeah. How long no, are FTR going, are going to be the tag team number one contenders and not get a title Lethal, shot? Lethal Don't get me too. started. Don't get me started. It's ridiculous. Mm. FTR being number yeah. one contender for months. Anyway. I will give Gordo credit for something, and it's rare I do, so Gordo, take it while ah. you can. That's what she said. Uh, he came up with a very good idea at the internet watching this. He said, they're doing the casino battle royal. Why not have the winner of that go straight into the title picture that night? That would be cool. Mm. Casino ladder match. Sorry, Antox. That yeah, would be very cool. That would be cool. But also, you know, it's probably your biggest pay-per-view of the year. Do you want a match that you made on the show when they don't make matches on the show? It's either a match you make on the show or a match you made four nights before. Mm. Yeah. I like the idea. I, I think it would be cool. But you would have to put in the tippity Big top names. of the roster that are there. Yeah. Even yeah. if you're already wrestling that night, you need Brian Danielson has to be in that match. Jericho has to be in that match. You know, the big names you'd, have you'd to be. You'd get away with not having Danielson on account of it being against Mox. It's fair. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, that's that's where um, you get Danielson out. That's where you get lo- like load management for Danielson out of. So who have they got that's a new surprise that would win that match and go on to face Moxie that night? Chris Hero. Velveteen <laughs> <laughs> Dream. Oh, God. No. Oh. Um, you could you could explain it away by saying you know Danielson has asked for a future title shot to not be in the thing and Mox agrees you know that could be you could explain yeah. things away like that but you would have to have Pack and Mordlow in there like why would you not want to be the world champion so I think a battle royal would probably be the better option because you know you'll have to of the bumps yeah like mm-hmm. or instead of a ladder match make it a battle royal so then you know people who are wrestling that night don't have any risk of injury the ladder match can go horribly wrong. But it would be cool. I think that'd be interesting. As, I do uh, think MJF is going back. Exactly. You could have MJF as a surprise returning in yeah. that match, and that's how he gets the title shot in the main event. 
Uh, I know Antox. I know he's in the show. We, uh, we were we were talking about how people who, even if they had a match on the show, should be in a potential battle royal that night to be in the main event. Um, but yeah, uh, you um, should have seen Gordo's face when they announced that FTR and Wardlow would not be competing against Satnam Singh. Um, and yeah, I was, I was very happy. Um. He doesn't know where it came from, apparently. Has <laughs> <laughs> came out and said straight away after Gordo said he just came. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. I just just sat there for a minute, just a complete shock. And Fitz was like, you "Okay, Gordo." And my exact words were, "I think it just came." And two seconds later, Taz was like, "Don't know where it came from." <laughs> like, yeah. uh, I would City like to see straight guns. up Motor City Machine Guns versus FTR. Straight oh, up, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go um, again. Yeah, go, <laughs> do it Wednesday maybe or something. Because um, there is, you know, there's a trios final that building to this on the show. Why are you doing two six man tags? It's it's a strange one, but because everybody's got to get on the show. They sure do. <laughs> um, yeah, um, yeah, it's gonna be cool to see them there. Um, what else happened? Um, Billy Gunn fought his son. He sure the good did. One. The good, the good one, one, not the, the good shit son. One. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's the thing. The acclaimed made the save. Uh, they scissored, you know, the huge. The huge. Uh, uh, um, uh, the box, my box was actually uh, box. Kip Sabian. Box. <gasps> I can't believe it was Kip Sabian all along. I, 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 I for <laughs> one was shocked. Um, <laughs> I saw a great tweet I, I'm paraphrasing I don't remember it exactly it was like you did a world title match in three minutes and your big end to the show was fucking Kip Sabian <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah the match was That's, great though was it I enjoyed the match I thought it was really good I'll tell you my take I, okay. you know it's not my type of match oh I know I it's not anyway. very much so. it's not your type uh, so I gave it a shot. I switched on the match. Osprey and Phoenix danced around and didn't do anything for two, about a minute. You know, they did the bullshit of flipping out of the Hurricane Runners and all that stuff. Then all six men were in the ring and the referee is like, guys, what are we doing here? And then there was three lads doing a dive and I switched it off. And that was my, that my that's my review of the match. Because <laughs> it's not for me. There's no point in me putting myself through half an hour of things I don't like, so... You go nuts. I'll, I'll, I'll step aside. Why are you so old? Who made you the way you are? Who touched you when they, you were a child? Why did they not know how to make wrestling look uh, good? Just like say five stars from Meltzer. Of course. Of course. Uh, it's his type of match. It was justifiably five stars. It was hella good. Hmm. That's the third five star match Osprey has had in a week. Yeah, like can we, Dave can we just a take a second here <laughs> and appreciate just if for no other reason the durability and fucking commitment that Osprey has in the last what was it the last 80 last 20 days or something he's had 16 matches in three different countries three different continents including what was it four 12 G1 matches including the final then he had your call for uh, Rev Pro. And then he came over to Cleveland and did AEW. 
that's fucking impressive no matter who you are all he has to do is just do handstands and flips you know <laughs> what's he really doing out there someone will do a hurricane rana and he'll land on his hands and then he stands up and then do the superman pose yeah. and then you take it home you know that's a will osprey match right there you know look at this guy huh he gets told <laughs> that his dicky heart isn't dicky anymore and he thinks everything is easy huh? <laughs> <laughs> a, new, a new lease on life i'm back to hitting the flippy guys way <laughs> Uh, Gordo, Nick, what did you think of it? Am I uh, on my own here? No, I very much enjoyed the match. That was really good. Yeah, thought it was. Um, seemed better. I see. Five, five, five stars. I do take. I, I, I definitely went five stars five. stretch. Yeah, I definitely. Um, it was nice to see like Aussie Open and Osprey get a good showing on American TV because obviously the, the, for the American fans, for the, the most part, they're not that well known. And they've only had a couple of matches before. They didn't get a whole lot in. So it's good to get a good, proper, big match out of them on American mm-hmm. TV. And I was wondering how they were going to end up doing the, the fuckery because Gordon mentioned that, it, you know, Aussie Open were the obvious winners before the match. I was like, what? No, surely Death Triangle get the win here. They need it. And the more and more kind of we talked about it, I was like, yeah, actually, you're right. But how are they going to do it? And then obviously the Kip thing happened and then it was like, ah, that makes sense now. I thought that was very well done. And he wasn't yeah, the man pre- in the box. Them. He actually wasn't the man in the box. He wasn't. There was, was a, a random guy. Man. He was kidnapped yeah. or something, wasn't he? Kidnapped. Yeah. Kidnapped man was in the box. My God. Kip so much kidnapping this week. There's a lot <laughs> of kidnapping. wrestling kidnappings. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah, they had to protect that triangle in a way because they were like the first trio in AEW. So them going out in the first round, they needed to do something. Um, the acclaimed, we skipped past that. The acclaimed get the title shot with Swerve and our glory at the pay-per-view. Um, I actually could see the acclaimed winning it because they've got so mm. over. Yeah. Although they got no reaction for the talent meeting mention. So I don't know. That was yeah. how many How many people <laughs> actually read dirt sheets? Yeah. They're in the crowd. Uh, well, it's a narrative break around the AW fan base, I guess. If, hmm. if there's people in there that just want to go watch the wrestling show, which is uh, a good thing, by the way. The casual fans are good things, <laughs> you weirdos. They <laughs> did mess up one thing on this part, though. They messed up with having JR on commentary for the Acclaim's entrance. Why do you say messed up? That adds to it. It's great. <laughs> GR being goofy is hilarious. I don't know if he's trying to be goofy, Fitz. I don't know. I don't know if it's oh. goofy or cantankerous old man. <laughs> As a cantankerous old man, either way stuff. it works. I think he's been goofy. <laughs> um, can we talk about the thing that the internet got very upset about? Oh, Which one? Many things. Um, Tunderosa having to relinquish the title and only getting a backstage segment to do so, whereas Punk got 15 minutes in the ring to do his. There's a very funny video going around on Twitter of Punk's entire speech sped up. It was over 10 minutes, and Thunder Rose's thing was 45 seconds. <laughs> like, yep. oh. So I think maybe she's she got a bit talk. of heat herself. I mean, they already she, had their one women's in-ring segment, so... You can't be having two, yeah. yeah. That's right. No, I'd, I'd look, at, at the same time, as much as I love Thunder Rosa... She's not someone that you trust to go out and do a 10 minute no, promo. Not a chance. Jesus, no, no. You know, it's, there's a reason why you would trust one of the best speakers in wrestling of the last 30 years to go out and do a 10, 15 minute promo relinquishing a title and not trust someone who struggled 
in a two minute segment on the top of the ramp only a couple of weeks ago where there was someone else for her to speak opposite. Yeah. Oh, there it is. You know, yeah. there, yeah. And so look, people can get triggered over it and I get it to an extent, but I would have, I would have been nice to have her relinquish it in the ring. You could have mm. done, yeah, you could have done it on the stage with Tony Schiavone or something. Well, the thing yeah, is, she, she didn't back. relinquish it. She yeah. didn't. It's, yeah, it's key. Well, she said in the promo that she she was, did, what was the phrase she used? Relinquish? No longer or give, give up or give back yeah, or something. Give, yeah, something yeah. like that. And then it was like, but I'm still the interim champion. You're like, oh, God damn, we just, just got rid of an interim champion. <laughs> you know, Um I know he likes the interim thing. I don't. I think if he can't fight, you give up the belt. I don't mind it in this unique circumstance. I think Punk's one was justified because they built to Punk winning the title for so long. And then it was very unfortunate what happened. I got that. But I think that Thunder Rose's title run has not been spectacular. And I think he could have just given up the belt. I think if you can't fight, you lose the belt. Simple like, even, like even if you don't, you don't need to do the whole interim thing anyway. Once you're back anyway, you're say automatically first yeah. in line because you were one contender. champ. Yeah. Yeah. I think that should be the way it is. Um, but I, the other part is if they had done what I'm saying, they should have done. The internet would have lost their shit. How come Punk was the interim? Why does she have to drop the title? Mm-hmm. You know. Because um, when you look, lose your smile, you lose your title. Yeah. You got loose. <laughs> it's as simple as that. <laughs> you beat the champion on TV, and then you get a title shot. If you lose your smile, you lose the title. It makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Gordon uh, just shared a link there. If you want to read it out, Steve. Oh. So it's about Thunder Rosa, who went on to bust it open radio and give her Ooh. side of things and her <clears throat> injury. Uh, I'm not the best physically right now. I was in a lot of pain yesterday. A lot has been happening in the last couple of weeks. Fortunately, I'm going to be out of commission. I don't know for how long. For a couple of months, probably. I have a problem with my back, and yesterday I was trying to be strong. Back problems are not easy. Would agree. Some days are uh, are good, some days are not. Yesterday was not a good day. I was in a lot of pain. Uh, that's one of the reasons I'm taking time off. I want to clear the air. This is not fake. This is not a work. I'm not com- uh, comparing injuries to injuries. If I could fucking walk, I could fucking... Oh, I could fucking walk, I could fucking work. Dr. Samson, he did clear me to wrestle. I'm not cleared to... What? He didn't clear me. Sorry, I was like, that's it. He didn't clear me to wrestle. I'm not cleared to wrestle. It's not that I don't want to be in a match on Sunday. I can't walk. It's a shame that being, uh, that this is being put on social media, not only to discredit me as an athlete, but also discredit me as a wrestler. Uh, I want to walk when I'm 40. I have the right to say, no, I can't walk. I can't do it. Uh, I don't want to have surgery. If we keep doing, uh, doing this and going through the pain, I'm going to have to be out for a lot longer. I don't want to do that. Which is fair. Um, Rosa noted that she wanted to celebrate her kid's birthday and didn't want to take pain pills or some substance to help with the pain. Good idea as a wrestler, not taking pain pills. We've seen thousands of examples mm-hmm. why you shouldn't do that because yep. you will develop a fucking dependency on it. Uh, touching on reports of the heat, Rosa said, not everything that is being said is true. Interesting. Uh, if anybody has any problem with me, anyone, call Busted Open, call my number, tell me, uh, tell me to my face. I don't hide from my problems. I don't run from my problems. You can talk to me. My door is open. That goes for anybody. I've taken accountability when things have happened. I'm a straightforward person. Some people don't like that and are afraid of that. I'm not. I'm a trained fighter. I don't run away from shit. Stop uh, reading stupid shit online. Well, I'd say she's a bit angry. Mm. (laughs) Ever so slightly. Just a tad like. Not everything that is being said is true is the interesting. Not everything. So some is. Thumb is. So the toilet thing isn't true. The rest of it is. <laughs> so you did lose so your smile. So she wasn't shitting herself. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. But, yeah. 
hatred is like I mean I don't think anyone I don't give a fuck if these people like each other or not as long as they can do matches on TV I don't care if they like each other mm-hmm. Brett and Sean hated sure. each other you know they seem mm-hmm. to get on okay in the ring they made magic in the ring um interesting I still I just think the timing is weird that's that's the thing that I can't get over and I like oh, Rosa yeah. I've no issue with Rosa but like how did how did it only get found now? Yeah, like Convenient. you. She mentioned there, you know, didn't want to use painkillers and stuff like that. That's fine. Um, I think so close to the pay per view, and and you haven't wrestled in a while, and now all of a sudden it's you can't do the now match. Now we'll do it. Yeah, yeah. that's the part that I, I just think is sus. But hey, timing is always a weird issue, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway. Talked a lot about Thunder Rosa this week. Um, what? Ha- oh, Jericho and Brian Danielson did a thing. So I'm guessing they're going to fight at the pay per view for the love of Daniel Garcia. Yep, because to see, because yeah. to see Daniel Garcia, Daniel Garcia Daniel in a pole Garcia match. In a pole match. Mm-hmm. I like it. The, the fight for the custody of Daniel Garcia. Because I like it. I like it. It's great stuff. Uh, should he be in a shark cage? I mean. No, because last time did people were in a shark cage, the shark cage they were able to just squeeze out between the bars. That's true, and that's true, and he, he is quite slight. So was he not in the shark cage last time? He was one of them. He was, he was one of them that got through the fucking bars. <laughs> yeah. he he very, very little. <laughs> Horizontal bars need to be implemented. Little, there as little well. Dennis Wise. <laughs> uh, um, what about the story that AW have been told to tone down their language? Ah, fuck oh, that! I didn't see that actually. Oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, order, Discovery have told them to tone down their language. Shit. Oh, shit. Fuck. Do not use fuck, piss, or bugger. Teddy Sprinkles. Hey, this, see if this is a charity stream, please mind your language. <laughs> oh, shit balls. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I did see a Warner Brothers story this week. Um, <laughs> to save three billion, they've actually wiped 20 billion off their market cap. So. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I think AEW uh, will get a bump, but I don't think it's going to be as big as what they would have gotten before this merger. <coughs> Change um, networks. I think they should. I think they should run. But they've got two titles named after these networks. Oh, what could you fucked. do? Well, I, we all said it at the time. This is short-term thinking. That What if you move networks? What are you going to do? But um, The USA title. I, I do think... Long term, the they should title. move network because they're constantly preempted and have their times moved around. All these, like, they're moved to Tuesday again this year for something. And this was not supposed to be an issue with TBS. I think they're a valuable property because they're number one on cable most Wednesdays, despite the ratings not being super high. But uh, if they got an offer from somewhere else, I think they'd be better off moving, even though Warner has been quite good to them. I don't know what you think. Do a little shopping around anyway. Yeah, why not? Oh yeah, all all it'll do is increase your price. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The Go for Fox, it. the Fox <laughs> Wrestling Championship. <laughs> to be fair, that that's kind of what they're kind to of fighting on, because obviously we got the video game coming out early next year, and they have a lot of money invested into that. They have a lot of, I'd imagine, uh, lucrative contracts given out to people as well over the last year that have left the Fed. There is no way Tony Khan is overpaid for anyone fits. No, definitely not. No way. <laughs> uh, he only overpays for his cocaine addiction, allegedly. Wow. Um, That'll be my bargaining strategy. How much do you spend on coke this week? And you can't give me an extra hundred grand. 
Um, the merger seems to have screwed everyone. Yeah, the this I don't know what will affect AW or won't affect them. I don't think they're in much trouble to be honest. But everyone else is getting fucking massacred in war well, in this. The fact uh, that they're still number one on cable yeah. pretty much every week. Like you're, if you're a, an exec in Warner Media and you're looking at that, you're thinking, well, why would I cut them? They're literally bringing in the most ad revenue to me as a product. Yeah. Yep. Hit million this week again. There you yep. go. Uh, yeah, I, I I really don't think they're in much trouble. I, I think they will be unaffected because they're a sports show. Like they're not anim- as Antox says, they're not animation or a scripted show, and those are the ones that have been hit really badly. They cancelled yeah. literally all scripted shows, didn't they? Live sport is good for advertising. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So and entertainment because uh, it's only live once. It's only live oh, once. Fuck Thankfully, if you're a Manchester United fan. Um, <laughs> but that's the reason why the likes of the Premier League and all the other footballing leagues now are getting such massive increases in their television revenue yeah. is because that's the biggest driver of ad revenue for the networks. Quite TV simple. is dying. TV is mm. dying. It's a slow, painful bleed, but TV is dying. And oh, when that bubble bursts and the contracts for the likes of the Premier League television deals oh, go down the gosh. shitter, oh baby, there's going to be some... Uh, uh, some drastic cuts that are going to piss off so many fans. Yeah, see, it was always... It's been 30 years of the Premier League super money era. The mm. bubble has only grown and grown and grown. Bubbles don't last for 30 years. It's, oh, it's due to burst. <laughs> like I'd say it's grown exponentially in the last five years, particularly. Yeah. Like, if you look at Arsenal, when they built their stadium in, what, 2008, I think it was, yeah. they leveraged themselves something fierce for that. Mm-hmm. To the point where they've only, I think, finished off paying it off there in the last couple of years where they could actually invest money into the squad. Spurs have pretty much, you know, have built arguably the best stadium in the country uh, at a cost of, I think it was around £2 billion. And it Jesus. hasn't affected spending much at all because they're after fucking flogging out, having, what, 100 odd million in the last two transfer windows. I was going to say this year is probably your best transfer window that I can ever remember in terms yeah. of spend. Mm. And we haven't really oh. spent too much either. We've we've bought well. What is uh, this but, buying well thing? I'm not used to it. Haven't seen uh, it in ten years. I, I don't <laughs> know if you heard before the show started, but apparently IX have turned down ninety million euro for Anthony from United. Why are we offering ninety million for a lad the fucking Eredivisie? division? What are we doing? <laughs> Steve, uh, do you not see the video where he's able to do spinny booze on the on the football? Another fucking Sancho is what we're going to be dealing with. Ninety million. Nine what? zero. That's the that'll break our transfer record. Yeah, and for well, to be fair, your transfer record is what Harry Maguire. You want to get rid of that one fairly quick. I think it's Pogba. I think it's Pogba. I think eighty six Pogba. Did you pay for eighty six? Oh wow! Or Lukaku, wasn't it? It was Lukaku. Look, 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 see, a lot look, of bad look at this video. <laughs> look at the video I just posted and watch him do the spinny boo on the football. Okay, hold on. Let's see this. It's right at the start. You- watch him do the spinny boo. Media cannot be played. I'm going to have to open the link. Uh, hold on. Okie dokie. Oh, wow. Oh, no. Oh, wow. Oh, no. Oh, it's Sancho is. again. See, Steve is going to love watching this guy on one wing and Sancho on the other. Oh, fuck off. Is he not even a striker? No, he's a winger. I, don't, I what um. What is with everyone buying wingers in number 10s? Hey, we bought one. He just got himself sent off. <laughs> I know. He's a striker. No, that's what I'm yeah, saying. We bought ourselves. Start. That's what I'm saying. We bought a striker. He just have to get oh, himself yeah, sent yeah. off. Yeah. Um. 
You could do yeah, it. You're gonna love that. Didn't spend what seventy odd million on the Swedish lad. Ah, oh, he's he's a fucking great player though. I actually like that deal. Yeah, but look at his stats. Steve will tell you his stats. They're shocking. They are. I'm I'm, I'm yeah. a stats guy when it comes to strikers like this. What are you what, paying? What, what, yeah, but one in three in a team where he has fucking uh, 47 year old David Silva as the only person feeding him <laughs> football. Like, Fair. I'd I'd bank on him having a better strike rate in the Premiership than he has had in La Liga. He's wrap, he'll he'll be a good signing. We're we're just kind of talking about TV and how sports will avoid that. Oh, yeah. um, but it will. This bubble has to burst, so I wonder when that's going to happen. It's interesting. Uh, hopefully, hopefully before United offer 120 million for this fucking clown. Oh my god! Well, in fairness to Ajax, we took their manager, we took their player of the year, uh, and now we're going to take their supposedly their best young player. So they should be putting us over a barrel, but we should be and, smart enough to walk away from this because we don't and, need another fucking winger. And Liverpool get to play Ajax in the Champions League this year. There you go. Anyway. So pre- appreciate your weekend and them, so we'll get an easy six points. <laughs> no problem. Anything else from Dynamite? Because uh, we are running long now, actually. Uh, yeah, the the year had another good wrestling match. Dax Harwood. Yes. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Wrestler of the year. I will fight anyone who says otherwise. Uh, if, he, if, he's not in, if he's not in contention, then there is something seriously fucking wrong and it proves that the Bucks have something against FTR. <laughs> Uh, Raw uh, I watched it live um, I said to Gordo in the chat I was like Finn Balor versus Dolph Ziggler I think that'll be a good match and it was Shock horror surprise. it was quite yeah. good Raw uh, was no, good there was something that there was an open challenge was uh, was answered and I don't know there's just something about it I have a feeling this Kevin Owens guy might be big in Canada <laughs> what did we say last week about the shirt the duct tape shirt. The duct tape back. shirt. They doubled down on it though. Not only did he have the shirt, he had the NXT Titantron back. He did. NXT Titantron and they're calling him the prize fighter. So if for some reason you still think Triple H isn't running the show, <laughs> there you go. Uh, but the big story was uh, my boy Johnny Gargano has Ooh. re-signed with WWE to nobody's surprise. Um, how, how do you reckon that done for ticket sales for AEW on Wednesday night in Cleveland <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of all the weeks to come back they were in Cleveland um, a couple of weeks ago like, yeah why would you not fast we were track t- and get the bigger pop because yeah, they yeah. were I reckon they were doing it to fucking burst AEW's bubble mm. yeah I, I, rec- um, I reckon Triple H has been petty I want, I want to believe he's been petty well, let, let's keep doing that. Let's let the shots keep coming I know uh, the internet doesn't seem to like it but I want them taking shots at each other non-stop um, the kickout merchant, Mr. 2.9, and talks AW, buddy. Come on, <laughs> fucking Canadian destroyers getting one count. Come on now, Mid, uh, middle rope tombstone getting a two count. <laughs> come I on. will not have anything said about anyone in WWE kicking out of anything after a middle rope tombstone not ending a fucking match. Edge did do a Canadian destroyer, yeah, and then, hit a, and then hit a spear for the pin, and it was, it was the lead to the finish, yeah. Ah, anyway. so transitional move gotcha <laughs> no, he stood in the corner and hit his wake up taunt before hitting the spear it's a part of the fucking play the fucking games fits and you'll know you do the wake up taunt and your opponent stands up perfectly positioned and dizzy to take the spear speaking of video games just to quite we'll come, come back to a Segway, bit of a after you're welcome. this um, AW fight forever I think it looks Ooh, fun but it looks but look at it looks look at it looks look at it blocking 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I don't know if I tweeted this. I definitely typed it. I don't know if I sent it. I was like, you fucking idiots. They, from the start, they said that this was going to be no mercy. So yep. they have the chess block thing. It's an homage to like the no old mercy. AKI games. It's, that's what it's going to be. They were, ne- they were naked about this. They said straight up, this is what this game is going to be. And I think I, I watched the match, the Adam Cole, uh, Kenny Omega match that they did at Gamescom. I think it looks fantastic. It's a, it's a I, faster No Mercy with good graphics. That's all I've yeah, ever wanted. Yeah, there, there, there's bits of a look, not glitchy. There's bits of a look clippy that need to be polished. The collision where, detection for, is a bit yeah, off. Exactly, yeah, exactly. But it's yeah. not the final build yet. And that's the shit that gets earned out last. So yeah. the basics are there and fundamentally it looks like it could be really, really, that really sort of stuff will be done when they're polishing the game in, in crunch time. Like that sort yeah. of stuff will come out. Um, I think the game looks fantastic and I can't wait to play it. I don't know what everyone's complaining about. Yeah, I can't wait for it. Uh, Does anyone know if any uh, local toy stores will be uh, accepting pre-orders <laughs> on it? Uh, you can do it right now, I believe. Oh, my. Yeah. Who is it? Centersoft probably distributing that? Uh, I'm just thinking THQ. how it would. But THQ, are they not a public... Like, uh, okay, so in my time, where I worked at the time, uh, <laughs> THQ were not a publisher or a vendor that we would deal with. So I'm because uh, they were kind of gone at the time. So I'm guessing it's something through Centersoft. But either way, um, I'm trying to think how it would end up in that particular company. I don't know. I'm gone way into the weeds on this one. But <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm looking uh, looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Um, uh, THQ Nordic. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. technically, they're technically a new shark, and they may have branched out into doing more of the yeah distributing no, parts. People are saying to you, people are saying the actual publisher. I understand that. I went into the yeah, initial, yeah. my the, background of the, how, yeah. how the game yeah, would the end deep, up where the we deep worked. dive of yeah, 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 yeah. I get you. Um, I believe the distributor that's in the UK and there. Ireland. Um, let me what see. Oh, what what Gargano. Anyway, he's back. He got Ooh. the heroes welcome. Um, I like to touch with a uh, theory coming I, out. I heard. I, I heard that all the AW people never actually wanted him to sign in the first place. Ah, okay. I I didn't. I'm I'm very yeah. happy he didn't go there. <laughs> really? I would say I was I would not. To be fair, Fitz has always been consistent in not liking Gargano ever since the yeah. way Fitz has uh, no, always I, been. I, I've liked the original Gargano. Yeah, like yeah. underdog babyface Gargano. The way it was fucking terrible. I fucking hated him with a passion. It, it resulted him in him blocking me on Twitter directly. Mm-hmm. Um, which I subsequently discovered this week, which is hilarious. Um, but yeah, no, I just. He's very niched, and if yeah. he goes to AEW, he's going to be feuding with Adam Cole. He's going to be the same old Johnny Wrestling. It's like, well, we've seen this already, and I, I, I don't see enough from him that he's capable of doing anything else. Yeah, look, you I know, don't think many people will fight you. Will fight you yeah. on your opinion of the way uh, that was. You know, some weeks it was good, some weeks it was bad. Uh, would be the way I'd put it. There, there was more but bad it, weeks than good I weeks, mean, though. <laughs> it led to index, so it did lead bad. to index and news on that this week as well. What a yeah. fucking biggest love story of our fucking yeah. generation! What a time! The biggest one since Macho time. Man and Liz. <laughs> I was just about to say, yeah, you're going to trigger Steve there. I said of our uh, generation, that was last yeah. generation. Steve was part <laughs> of last generation. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Um, so yeah, and then obviously hit him with a super kick, all that stuff. Um, 
I liked it. I like Johnny Gargano. It's the right place for him. Uh, I don't want to make the tire. I'm not. I promise you, this isn't the tired AEW joke. But he would have been on AEW Dark within three weeks, like all of them end up being. Or Rampage would, would be more accurate. But there is the AEW is full. You know, there's no there's no point in going yeah, there. Yeah, the bar, the bar went, is closed at this point. The bar is closed. Um, if you're not in by now, best of luck. Don't. Um, you're better off with in his situation. Triple H loves him and. Jesus, if anything Raw needs is a, is, a, is a baby face, a good baby face that people can get behind. And Jar- Gargano will be that. Um, he's he's small. He's quite small for the main roster, all those things. But, I, you know, Brian did okay. I think he'd be fine. If you've got the charisma and you know Triple H will do right by him, yes. they'll find a way. Yep. The, he can get over and the booking of him will be good. So I have no concerns about him. Uh, no, if this no happened when Vince this. was here... You'll be like, just, just write him. Just, just make the money while you can. You're going to get released. Yeah, he'll be, fighting, he'll be fighting Ali on main event within three weeks if it was Vince. Yep. Question three. Do you think he should take the money in the bank briefcase from Theory? I, I don't like the money in the bank briefcase changing hands. I, I just don't like that. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, I kind of be with Nicky on that. But I also Nick- like Theory less, so... <laughs> So this is more of a personal idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, theoretically, I want uh, theoretically to be there. Oh, ah, theoretically, the words that were similar, and he did the thing. Yeah, ah, I'm over uh, the moon with you making that reference. <laughs> no, stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think theory is believable yet as the world champion. No, um, I don't think either of them are. I might even contradict myself here. I think Gargano is more believable, but the problem is Roman. It's going to need someone to beat Roman first. Cross. I don't see either of these guys beating Roman. Drew, Drew and Cross are... are, are uh, it feels like it something did, has to be done that only one of the titles gets taken off Roman here, surely. Yeah. yeah. So. Do you think Drew is winning the title, or one of them, at... Uh, castle for both they need to start mm, yeah. defending themselves they need to start if they, if they need to start splitting them at some point yeah. and uh, like I, I don't know do you have Drew win them and then they do a triple threat with the three of them and Cross wins one of them and then Drew retains the other it's so easy to do because you could just go the first fall is for the one one of the titles and then Roman doesn't have to take the pin and then you can have Roman win the second title you know, yeah. there is have Drew, get, have Drew get choked out by Cross for the first one, yeah, and then Drew pins Roman for the second one. So Drew finishes being the one being the one who gets the final pin. He can go off the air holding the title with the fireworks and everything happening. Yeah, I feel like and Drew has to win. How, how do you protect? How does Roman come out of Cardiff with the title without the crowd yeah. shitting on it? I don't think he does. No, I think that we. I think you have to switch it. Unless you, unless you have a returning Bray Wyatt that has the crowd going, for, or someone like that has the, the crowd going. Holy shit! What the fuck did we just witness? You cannot have Roman leave here with the title. Yeah, and I'm trying to think. You know, how do you protect Drew? You could do something like that, but the, the crowd will go. And, uh, people love Drew McIntyre. They really do. He's really popular. Um, and then you do it in the UK. Is that's another element. I don't know how you do it. How do you uh, how do you keep the title on Roman? It's been two years since he won the universe title. Yeah. yeah. Do you know the last person to pin Roman in a one on one match? Corbin. Baron, Baron Corbin. Yeah. 
My God. That was also Baron Corbin's last pay-per-view win. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, last pay-per-view, uh, the Intercontinental title is going to be defended at the show. So the first pay-per-view since last year's WrestleMania, since the IC title Jesus has been on pay-per-view. Christ. That's insane. Come on, James. Months. Come on. <laughs> He won't, yeah, but he should. I know he won't. But yeah. I'd hate to see yeah, he should. I hate to see Walter lose the title that quick. But uh, Seamus for the Grand Slam. Walter. Yeah, he said Walter. Walter. Yeah, I said what I said exactly. Thanks, Nick. Um, can 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 Triple H go on? Walter isn't his real name, is it? It is. Walter is Han is his full name. Yeah, yeah. Walter Han, yeah. Stupid rules. Maybe get rid of that rules. So you don't have to deal with this bullshit anymore. <laughs> bring back the music at least, for the love of God. Bring back the music. It's free, fucking copyright free music. It's just use it. At least Pete Dunn um, isn't Pete Dunn's actual name. So we might get that back. Ooh, interesting. Um, I Pete do think that. Name, P- uh, Peter Pete England. England. Pete England. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Borderline. Borderland. I ah, know, you get away uh, with it just because of Dunn. Call him Dunn. Just, just Dunn. Um, I think Butch, uh, Pete Dunn, <laughs> is going to become Pete Dunn quite soon. Butch Dunn. Yeah. I think that's how you protect, or that's how you have Sheamus lose the t- lose the title match. Is that Butch turns on him? It's an easy out. Yeah, and then and then you start the Butch and Sheamus feud, or Sheamus wins the title and Butch turns on him. That would be preferable because you get the two things we want. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Edge, Damian Priest in the main event, uh, super fun. over in Canada. Can you believe it? Um. But the the other big story was Dexter Loomis, now named on TV as Dexter Loomis, um, kidnapped the Miz. He sure fucking did. <laughs> this was after when or Tuesday night, where he uh, or no, then Tuesday night he showed up, and he is back together with Index or no, Index Indy. He crawled the whole way from Canada to Florida <laughs> just to see Indy before he got caught. <laughs> Yeah, that was his conjugal visit. Um, but question. Yeah. Up in Canada? Or? Yeah, where's the Miz? Where's the Miz? Yeah. Where is the Miz? He must have let him go. Or he's dead. Or he's in a ditch. Yeah. I mean, last time he kidnapped somebody, let him go. Yeah, true. Or he kidnapped Theory before, didn't he? Kidnapped Theory, yeah. yeah. How long <laughs> do we have a zombie ref? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. Um, yeah, and then the other big story for wrestling this week. Uh, you know how everyone got released from NXT UK? Oh, yeah. It's no coincidence that the Gladiators is being remade. <laughs> I think a lot of them are going to end up there. <laughs> They're not big enough for it. That's actually true, yeah. Good point. Oh, what are you talking about? I could totally see Sid Scala being one. <laughs> how many uh, slightly out of shape bearded white guys can be Gladiators? I guess another thing. <laughs> Um, anything else newsworthy this week? I didn't uh, fill in um, much results because I knew we'd be talking a lot of news. As, as expected, as we talked about last week, we're getting Tyler Bate versus uh, Breakakakur at Worlds Collide. That yeah. should be a hell of fun. Uh, Mako Satamora showed up at NXT. Mm-hmm. So we're getting Triple Mako trash. versus Mandy versus the artist formerly known as B Priestley. Um, and they're just going to merge the championships yeah yeah, yeah essentially they're merging mm-hmm. titles uh, I'm assuming we're going to merge the European title. title yeah bring it back 
bring it back. Be the, be the most prestigious title in the fucking company. Um, <laughs> and main event of NXT. Uh, very fun lights out match between Wendy Chu and Tiffany Stratton. Um, Tiffany Stratton main event and TV shows that quick. It's crazy. She's only in the industry a year. A year this oh month, I think God. she signed. And she's she, she's a fucking sponge. Though. Well, like whatever she's whatever she does, she just seems to do fucking perfectly. So fair play to her. Um, Good stuff. Yeah, very fun match. Overall, very fun NXT, I found. Yep. So I think uh, we know what we're all here for. Uh, the first edition of Wrestling Twitter's Bad Takes for the week. Oh. Do, you got, do you got a jingle for this? Uh, I haven't done it yet. Next week I'll have it done. I'll have a little weird jingle there. Um, so what do we have in here? Oh yeah, of course, there's the one woke up this morning, put on my CM Punk shirt after the incredible episode of AEW Dynamite. Punk cut an incredible promo on Mox and the Adam Page. He also had a stellar face to blah, blah, blah. He burned his Punk shirt after last week. Uh, Jordan Grace. Um, <laughs> what was the lead up to this, Gordo? So Jordan posted, oh yeah, so posted the video She was attempting, attempting to do like standard moonsaults and normal moonsaults and stuff like that and basically she kept failing she was having Gresham like trying to like ease her through doing a moonsault she kept fucking falling flat in her arse uh, a fan replied to her uh, with her uh, she posted a video of this yeah she posted a video of this on Twitter <laughs> uh, and a fan replied saying in quotation marks Benoit cannot hang with today's wrestlers I always knew that tweet would come back to haunt her uh, yeah. and then also today's wrestlers dot 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 or whatever and uh, Jordan Grace replied, y'all are so weird. Let me practice something I've never done before in peace. Yeah, you, uh, you gave up that right a long time as ago. Soon as, you po- as soon as you post a video of it, it's not really in peace anymore. Just because someone doesn't blow fucking smoke up your arse, you cannot reply with something like that, you fucking plank. Although, if Jeez. someone was blowing smoke up her arse, they'd definitely pay for that. They would Oh, of course, they would yeah. be paying for that. <laughs> She's the worst. Uh, Wheeler Utah versus Daniel Garcia is my rock Austin. I don't Get think I need to explain bitch. that. Ooh, I think that might be the winner. <laughs> uh, seriously, though, there's legitimate criticisms of GCW, but some of y'all are unreasonably emotionally attached and not liking an indie fed. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, okay. I miss my child's birth for AEW. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's so depressing. Why, why is the birth written in red? Yeah. You know, blood, 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 placenta. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> this one came from a Discord channel. Uh, I remember reading this about six times because <laughs> so WB shows start with 10 and everyone subtracts points for cringe segments. AEW starts at a zero and they need to hit every segment to get up to the 10. And God forbid they miss a single fucking one of them or you're going to hear about it. I, I think that WWE starts at a minus five with everyone because of yeah. 15 years of bad bookings. So I really, that's, that's some coping. They've earned that. And then yeah. there's people in here uh, who have sent normal messages. Mr. Money and Antox, your messages are getting deleted. This channel is only for bad takes, not a conversation. <laughs> Those messages are gone. If you're going to go um, first, do it in a thread. <laughs> Oh, no, it's fine. I'm, I'm only joking. I'm talking, don't I know. I'm only joking. I'm only joking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't see um, Utah and Daniel Garcia is my Rock Austin being beaten here. That would be my vote for this week. I think it's hard to look past it. Mm. Now, uh, 
I, I trying to give this person a little bit of credit and think that no, they're not trying to say no. that these two are going to be the biggest no. stars in the world. No, but it might it's be a feud no. that lasts. No. Yeah, dig, dig, dig up, stupid. Dig up. No, 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 no. Like, <laughs> I'm one hundred percent agreeing with you guys in the sentiment that it's a bad take. But I'm just trying to see what logic you they were trying to come up with for it. They'll never be the stars that Rock and Austin were and are. But it might be the case that this feud Anybody might define a generation. Nah, just, no! just stop him. I think we just stop him. He, like, can, really I, can I tell you their logic? <laughs> can I tell you their logic? Edge bad, Christian good. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've known that for years, though, to be fair. That Edge is bad, bullshit. <laughs> that is bullshit. It's because uh, they're stupid. That's why. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I like how you tried, Fitz, but we were just, we were like, nah, nah, let's just take it home, Cody. No, none of us are having that. God, none of us are having God that. Goddamn ignorant. That's all you are. Yes, goddamn ignorant. ignorant. <laughs> uh, best match, worst match. I'm going to give best match to the main event of AEW. I'm going to give best match to the main event of Raw. Ooh. What was the main event for all? Edge and Priest. Edge and Priest. Blade Priest. Priest. That wasn't even the best um, match on Raw. Yeah, I know, but I enjoyed that match most. Subjective. Also, touch yourself at night. Yeah, because no one else will. <laughs> hey, wouldn't be an episode of without Gordo saying some weird shit. Perfect. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll go along with Nick. I think that the the six man was fucking epic. Um, I really enjoyed Balor and Ziggler. I didn't mm. watch the six man. Um, I'd watched the first two minutes and knew I was going to cut myself. If I kept watching it, so I stopped. <laughs> Uh, worst match. That'd be the title match, I think. Hmm. I don't like. Match. Yeah. I mean, I didn't hate it. If it's building to something, but. Well, that's it. It's yeah. uh, if we're going to use the logic of let it play out and be critical of the, the Fed using that in the past, I'm going to be critical of AEW using it now, and say what we got, we shouldn't have to wait for it to play out. Hmm. As a standalone uh, match, it was very anticlimactic. So yeah, yeah. yeah. especially for the stakes, there was yeah. big fucking dirty juicy. The opposite of Survivor stakes. Series, which stole the second. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there's an example of Triple H turning things around. They sold out Survivor Series right away. Survivor uh, Series. It's in the Garden in Boston. Survivor Series, though. <laughs> like it's the worst pay per view of the year. What's Holy, that's going to be the telltale sign. If there's stakes yeah. at Survivor Series. My God. Depends on when they're doing uh, the draft. Apparently it's been pushed back a little bit. It was meant to be yeah. either next week or the week after. But Considerations. Considerations after Survivor considerations. Series. Uh, push back to after WrestleMania, apparently. Which is oh, the right really? time to do it anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Monday reset. after WrestleMania yeah. would be the Season way to reset. It. Yeah. And it'll also, it'll stop WrestleMania rematches the night after the fucking show. So <laughs> that's good. Mm. Uh, uh, yeah, honor, I, I don't uh, hate. If you're not giving it to the title match, a Bailey versus Aaliyah is probably yes, worse. Yes, match. that's my worst match of the week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Aaliyah, you're seven. You're you're seven years there. You seem like a lovely person. Seven years there, and you're not getting. You're, and you have not gotten to a point where you're presentable on TV. When you look at, said we mentioned earlier, Tiffany Stratton is in the industry a year, and she already looks like more of a fucking main roster person than. If Bailey can't drag a good match out of you, there's a problem. Yeah. That would be my opinion. Yeah. Um, best segment, worst segment. 
That's sick. I enjoyed the Ziggler and Balor thing backstage, actually. Mm, they grown men yeah, look like grown men. Yeah. Uh, this, the, this is how far Kevin the bar Bowles. has fallen. For, this, uh, Triple H has a nice easy bar to clear here. Just say <laughs> things that grown men would say during conflict. It's a very easy bar to hit. So I realized that. But uh, Kevin Owens thing was good, yeah. Kevin Owens backstage bit with uh, Kevin Patrick afterwards. I don't know if you saw that clip. Mm. It's just like a 45 second clip, whatever the two of them. I thought that was hella good as well. What about the Thunder Rosa segment? I like Jericho and Brian. That was a good segment. Uh, I thought Daniel Garcia was really good in it too. Yeah. yeah. I, I, that's probably my segment of the week. Was that probably that segment. Yeah, I'd probably go in with that one too, yeah. Uh, but shout out to the Ziggler and Balor thing. That was good. Um, worst segment. Sorry, sorry, Rosa. It, it has to be Rosa, I think. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. So what I else you got? I'm trying to think, but I, I don't know if I hated this one because of the context of it. Like, what are you... How are you going to have it better than that segment where you just had to give up the title? Ah, the fake tears and stuff was a bit cringe. Maybe there were real tears. Uh, I suppose we'll never know. Thus is the mystery of sports and entertainment. (laughs) Uh, I don't remember a segment this week that was really bad outside of that. Oh, the Mandy Rose Blair Davenport. um, Oh, I didn't see NFT. NFT It wasn't a great segment either. it was fine. It's done what it's supposed to, but I like Blair Davenport. She speaks like a person would normally speak. Yeah, she um, speaks like someone who's about to get into a fight, and I'm okay with this. Yeah, because if they don't let her, she'll blackball them. <laughs> oh, Antox! Wow, <laughs> I made a joke. I made a joke. Uh, Blair Davenport sucks as a wrestler, though. Yeah, there you have it. Started first here. Antox hates women's wrestlers. Can't believe he hates women. <laughs> and women. I heard he hates women yeah, too. I hate women. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> hates women. Yeah, so toxic and toxic. And toxic. That's what we call him. Yeah. Like him. <laughs> <laughs> um, how dare. <laughs> uh, we kid and tox, we kid. Um, wrestler of the week. My, my contribution for wrestler of the week. Oh, the pizza man. He's pizza back. man. I saw, happened, to across it. happened to come across Sweetie a video Primo. and I scrolled through Twitter. I'll save it for this. Yes. <laughs> nice. The fuck. Have you not seen Luigi Primo before? He's really I have fun. not. Oh, he's he making he make the best pizza. He making the best pizza. Surely that counts as an illegal weapon. Oh, it's uh, it's extremely <laughs> racist, yeah. <laughs> he's making yeah. the best pizza and he's doing the best wrestling. Is he not Italian? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. But I, I heard uh, his girlfriend. I heard his girlfriend Peach got kidnapped by a guy called Bowser, <laughs> and they're in a castle. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with Osprey just for the the run he's had lately. I agree. Yeah. Oh. Like if we're counting this week like that, the, the last week kind of of stuff would also include a lot of five star matches he's had. So yeah. Um. Yeah, that's fine by me too. All good. Uh, show of the week this is going to be a tough one I think Raw was really fucking good yeah and then AEW had that fucking brilliant like people don't want like it as a match but it was a great shock <coughs> um, yeah but AEW also had the fucking gunfight 
It did. <laughs> it did. <laughs> America, but America did they, loves gunfights, though. They love gunfights. Yeah. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> I, I look at the matches that were on AEW, right? And we had, it was bookended by two really good matches. But the three in between are Colton against Billy, Britt against Kylan King, and the shock value of the title match. So, no, like... Kylan wasn't bad. It, it wasn't, was just, but it just, yeah. it, it just kind of feels, I don't know. It, it, again, token women's match thrown in there. I hate to say it. it, it it's what it feels like from AEW at this point a lot of the time. And Raw the semi-final with Dakota Kai and Eo Sky beating Bliss and Asuka, Balor Ziggler, Owens, Chad Gable, which was a great match, actually. We didn't talk enough about that. Yeah. Uh, Bailey Aaliyah, Champ, uh, Champ and Miz against Lashley and AJ Styles and Edge Priest. I think I'd have to give it to Raw. Raw. Yeah. Blade and Priest. I actually, I, I, I think Raw, but just, though, just. Yeah. I, li- like, I liked AW this week, too, but I think Raw yeah. was better overall. I just think the fact that Raw managed to actually hold my attention for three hours. Mm. And it flew by. It actually yeah. flew by. It didn't feel um, like three hours for the first time in a long time, and I was okay with that. And I would agree with the, the people who say um, that Raw, I said it earlier, Raw has an easy bar to clear right now, and they do. Uh, oh, it's been so yeah. bad for so long. It's just amazing to have it be good for three or four weeks. Would This would be... We, well, okay, we have awarded Raw the show of the week. This is three weeks in a row we've given Raw the show of the week. Imagine telling us that six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> I would have said that we all are suffering from CTE. We're like, did they put black and gold NXT on Raw? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty much. much. Yeah, that's what they did, <laughs> yeah. Prize, can I introduce you to new signing Johnny Gargano and returning prize fighter Kevin Owens? Oh, man. Actually, uh, oh, so, oh, this is going to be great. Oh, sorry, Nick. Go ahead. No, go ahead. no, you do your thing. You're sending much better. Go on. Uh, Sammy Guevara. The, the Sammy Guevara, what the fuck are you thinking? Dumbass moment of the week. <laughs> I wonder where that's going to go. <laughs> For the third time, Sammy Guevara takes the award. <laughs> oh, how do you oh, get attacked backstage and still come off looking like the asshole in the situation? <laughs> By being Sammy Guevara. Oh, Sammy. I heard that as well. Actually, yeah, rumors of WWE wanting to bring Jonah slash oh, Jonah, uh, yeah. Bronson Reed back. Mm. All for that. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, he is not on an exclusive deal apparently, so it will be easy done. Yeah. Uh, what I are like you Bronson talking Reed. about? Uh, new fucking Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah, I like him. I, I like him. I always like Jonah. Even if it's oh. not to the main roster, he can go back to NXT, and that'll be a yeah. nice experience. Hand back there. Overrated. Um, Ooh. How wow. dare you? How dare you oh, have an way, opinion on subjective entertainment? How, how long until <laughs> T-Bar becomes Dijakovic again? Oh, oh that's got to be soon. Oh, please, God, soon. What are you doing here? You're what literally you wasting, doing, you're wasting that man. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I you hope are, there's a you lot are not. Vince wasted that man. Rebranding slash renames and that. You can't do it all yeah. at once. Like, you can't, like, yeah. straight away no. just switch everything. Ali, Ali has gone to embracing his heritage again. So I'm like, mm. okay. Cool, I'm actually okay with that. Fresh start for the man. Let's see how it goes from. Did you hear the story this week about Ali? Uh, do you remember the, the new America thing he had going? Mm. He shot a pilot for it. Yeah. One of the ideas was he was going to come out to Hulk Hogan's music. Oh. <laughs> and he, he, he was okay with it. He thought it would have been funny. That would have been oh. amazing. Oh. Um. <laughs> that man. I, I again said it many times. Love Ali. He just... Yeah. He gets the business. He's phenomenal. 
Love I would like if Triple H isn't going to use him as much as he wants to be used or the, how we'd want him to be used. I think he could put him on NXT for six months, do a run on NXT, have mm. him win the title oh. or something. He'd be perfect for it. And he's such a great wrestler. And he tra- does he train people? I think he trains people. Anyway. He has a wrestling so, school. Yeah, so he's perfect for NXT. Yeah. Experience hand who knows how to train people. Um, and, you know, we get to see given, him every week on TV. Would it be great? Given some of the lads they've brought over as well, he'd actually be the ideal person to have in working with some of them. Yes, sir. Uh, plug us up, Gordo, and we take it home. Oh, yeah, sure. Time for that. Um, yeah, more, if you want to get more of us at the old Alleged Wrestling Podcast, you know, you'll get us on all your usual podcast snaps, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you are listening now, you're going to catch us each and every week. Please come back next week. Check us out. You'll get to hear more of the shite we come up with. Uh, please also make sure to give us a five stars, thumbs up, whatever else is out there. It'll help when it comes to searching and everyone will get to hear more and more of what we come up with. We want more people to listen and join our fun every week. You'll also find us over on WrestlingSoup.com, along with the Wrestling Soup guys themselves and a load of other podcasts. Please go over there, share the love, um, tell them we sent you. Um, also, Canvas Theory, shout out to our friends over there, www.canvastheory.com. If you use the promo code AWP, you will get 10% off your entire order and currently shipping. Worldwide. Wide. Worldwide. Wide. Uh, there we go. I was waiting for it. You'll also find us over on Twitter. It's at the AWPod. And there you'll also find a link to our Discord where you can come join in all the fun as we record every week. You'll get to see what memes and videos and stuff we're talking about on the show. Because if you're listening back now, there might be one or two times you're wondering what the hell we're the boys talking about. Join the Discord and you'll know exactly what the hell's happening every time we're talking. Uh, yeah, you'll and get your, get your bad take submissions in. Uh, yes, we text. love our bad takes. Uh, yes, so there was a decent first week there of en- entries. Let's see more of them for this week. Yeah, I look forward to seeing some of them after the pay-per-view weekend next weekend. I oh, have a yeah. feeling that that's going to be a hotbed for really good yeah. bad takes. Really um, good bad takes. <laughs> yeah. And if people want to get more of our really good bad takes, you'll also be able to find us over on Twitch. It's twitch.tv for slash the AWP. We normally go on there and get drunk and talk shit. So please drop us a follow and turn on the notifications. Join our Noti gang and you'll be notified every time we go live to nearly always play Fall Guys. But every so often we might throw something else in there for fun. And when you're over there as well, please make sure to drop a follow to a friend of the show, the Girt Lord, the meme legend himself, Deliverance 77. I it's believe enough. Deliverance is going to do a live stream with uh, Sean and DJ. Oh, They're going to do oh. a live tee-off on air. Tee-off? Talking tea. They're finally going making the tea podcast. Oh, look at this marketing background. Look at this talking tea. Perfect. The tea summit. <laughs> um, that is the episode of our wrestling podcast. 261 in. Cool. That's what um, yeah, Fitz, ask me the question you normally ask me. Uh, why does it always hang to the left? Mm. <gasps> Uh-oh, Tagger's whistle. You know what that means? Tiger's whistle's blowing, means we must be going. No more Russell crowing for you. But now don't you start to whine. I'll see you again next time, cause there's plenty of more of fighting left to do. Making movies, making songs, and fight around the world. See you next time, everybody. <laughs>